Oh, oh, you already recording? Ach, my bad. Okay. Hey, uh, you are now listening to a Cast Off Studios exclusive. This podcast is hosted by me, Brandon D. George, the little bus pimp, the king of self-sabotage. The I, I can't remember the last one. But anyway, check it out. Look, on this podcast, we're talking about everything, man. We're not holding back no punches, okay? We're talking about Black Lives Matter. We're talking about sex with big women. We're talking about midgets. And I don't even think I can say the word midget. <laughs> can I say the word midget? I don't So look, man, put your kids to sleep, turn your brain all the way off, and go put on some clean draws. Because it's time to listen to my podcast. And let's be honest, I should have been started this podcast. No, for real. Like, I should have been started this podcast a long time ago. Uncle Tim told me to do it, but I never did it. Anyway, um, let's start the show. Yeah! Well, she told me not to yell, and that's the first thing I did. Clipping already. Turn it all the way up. Yo, man, you are now listening to Coffee and Candles. Very first episode. I'm excited about this episode. I'm your host, Brandon D. George. This episode is sponsored by Cast Off Studios. Be prepared for a large array of very entertaining, very engaging podcasts that's coming your way very soon from Cast Off Studios. And I'm one of the exclusive shows, Coffee and Condoms. I'm sitting here with the homies from ATL Zoo, a web series that uh, I was just a part of. And, um... Let's start off with this question, fellas. Uh, how was it working with me? Let's uh, let's let's get to to the bottom of it. A headache. You know, you had to come to set being drunk half the time because you know he's gonna have somebody late to the set. You knew he wasn't even gonna be on time and he wasn't gonna have the words ready to go. Hey man, hey, hey, dude, think he's a superstar? Yo, I promise, <laughs> you, I promise you, I was learning lines on the drive. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> nah, nah, but you know that um that uh the scene we did at Piedmont, I like I, I had I had my lines down. I had my lines down more so than my co-star uh for that scene. Great. Yeah. And I learned them in the parking lot. That's good, man. Hey, that's good. I'm a beast, man. Yeah. I'm a beast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I wanted to have you guys on here today, uh and, and just to clarify, I have D. Quinney, the director of it, and I have Brian, the editor of the project. And I, I, I really, I, I felt like it was dope to have Brian on. The reason why? Because nobody ever shows the editor any love. Nobody ever shows the editor. If any, like, if they talk to anybody behind the scenes, it's probably going to be a producer or director, you know, um... You want to know like, why? Because the editor, if the film is good, they'll be in front of a camera. They'll be in front of a mic. But the film is bad, you will never see him. Man. You will never know who did it. <laughs> That's the reason. It's, it's, it's far different from, from the quarterback. Like, win or lose, quarterback is yeah. going to take it. Yeah. No, it, that's not the reason. <laughs> the reason is the editor, um, it, I mean, it's such a um, behind-the-scenes type of position. You don't, Most people don't know who the editor is or, or see the editor because most of the work is done in the room. Yeah. So it's not, like, done in public or anything like that. So that's the main reason. I, th- I think a lot of people have the image of an editor just like sitting there with no shirt 
Okay, man, but tell people what, what ATL Zool is about. How did this project come about? You know, what was the the idea behind it? You know, how do you feel about it? Blah, blah, blah. ATL Zool is, is a metaphor uh, for the city of Atlanta. Um, it's about three guys, three friends, three high school friends that reconnected at some point in life and all three felt like they wasn't at a level that they wanted to be at. Mm-hmm. So they decided to come up with a concept to do a movie to kind of push them into that level. Uh, and through that process, that's when you really start to see uh, the three mindsets and, and habits and things of that nature and how it affects the actual overall movie that they're trying to shoot. What was what did you find difficult about shooting this project? Because Working with your ass. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now the the, the, uh, the biggest thing is uh, getting everybody together. Yeah. Coming up with a, a system that works for everybody, time and schedule, um, and then also getting with the vendors and different places that we shot at to uh, be able to shoot those particular scenes in a certain amount of time. Yeah. So that would probably be the hardest part. For this particular project. Look at him being all professional and stuff, man. I try to be sometime, you know? I, t- I try to be sometime. Not me. And that's the beauty of being an artist. Brian, what, what, what was, like, the difficulties that uh, you ran into with, with the editing process? Mm. Wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was a lot of those, but I think, the, I think the most difficult part, I think because... Be truthful. Yeah, I I think because we we just we really started just started doing projects like this mm-hmm. that um <clears throat> I think the next the next time next time we do a project of this magnitude it'll probably be in a different sequence like really you edit before you shoot you have your edits written out you have so everything board. yeah you have everything already there so you know exactly what you're getting into. But because we was, you know, we not we not no super big budget or something like that. You have to. The difficult part about the editing is you have to do when you edit. You have to do everything. So you're not just doing the cuts. You're coloring. You're doing all that, which which most people coloring is a whole different. Oh man. Yeah, it's like they send it. Usually, movies send it or any a sitcom or anybody sends it to someone to color. Um, they might do the cuts, but they'll send it to someone else to color. Then they'll um, have someone else export or render it. You have to do all that, you know, when you're when you have a limited budget. So that was the difficult part: is 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 coloring, cutting, and uh, and um, and doing the rendering and all that on our own. So we had to. Me and Demetrius, we butt heads a lot. So, yeah. when really, the editing, a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot. Really, we have different personalities. We see things different. We night and day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's more conservative. Where I'm more of the oh, see, over yeah. the top. That this that, that's not the over the top. That's not the difference. I'm more technical than he is. Yeah. So, Demetrius is like, I want it to look like this, but. He didn't shoot it that way. It's like he wants the magic to happen in that. It just don't work that way. Yeah. It don't work that way. So we butt heads on that because I think I think from a, I think his strong points are I, I think we work well together in the sense that his strong points are not are like not my strong points. Like he was able to get the cast together, he was able to get all the locations and um, and be there to shoot. 
But I think from a, um, and I'm more of a person that's like, uh, I study like constantly. Like, how can we do this? How are we going to be able to get this done? And it's like technical stuff. So that's kind of my uh, my thing. And his is more on that end. So so, we, so when it all comes together, we definitely butt heads though. Stylistically or whatever, if we can accomplish it or how long it's going to take and all that. What's, what's one of the conversations that you guys had where you were butting heads and, you know, didn't see eye to eye? Uh, you want to tell them? Because I can go all day about this. The trailer? Even with the trailer. Like, which one? He, Demetrius, is, he, he likes, um, he likes stuff to be, um, like, he'll say he wants stuff to move faster or be louder or more sound or things like that. He, he just, he has a certain, right. he, Demetrius has a certain way he wants things to be, but I don't think he articulates it well. So then after you done already done the work, he's like, well, I wanted this. And it's like, okay. That's so not then what you have said. To, yeah, 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 exactly. It kind of is what I said, but Brian had a way of receiving it. And I mean that's that's the whole point of the director and the editor. It's, yeah. it's always going to be something different. Like you can shoot it, I don't know how many times and how many different ways. And then when you get to the editing room, the editor is going to see it a different way, and they're going to try to manipulate it a certain way to their thought. And you guys just got to come together to what works best for the project. And I think that's where we at, where we best together. We we come to a point where it's okay. You saying this, I'm saying this, but what is actually best for yeah. the overall good of the project? Yeah, and that's where we're able to come together on one. And sometimes it just it just means uh, one of us had to take the back seat. I've done it a lot. He's done it a lot. Sometimes, so so you guys are able to compromise. Yeah, for greater good. Yeah, yeah. We usually we usually try to yeah. Uh, my my well, our approach for the most part when it comes down to after the argument is like. Well, what are we trying? What are we trying to tell people in this particular scene? Like, what do we want people to get from it? And once we figure out what we want people to get from it, it's easier to compromise. Is because the actor might have not delivered exactly what we want, or there might be certain cuts that the actor is giving something away that we don't want them to give away, or they're not delivering, or maybe the angle that we're shooting it from is not giving the perception that we want, the perception that we want to give. So. So once we figure out, like, well, what are you trying to say in this scene? What do you actually want people to know? It becomes, and then I'm like, okay, well, we can take this out and put this in. It, it It's much easier that, that way. Well, we figure out. well, let me, let me ask you this. How much of the editing did I screw up? Uh, because... I would assume he don't want to announce that. Don't hurt his Let's let's wrap. I would assume, but because of the way that my acting, you probably had to work around a lot of stuff. Well, since you learned your lines in the car on the way to set, you know we had to do a lot of takes for one, and then you know we got like a hundred takes of Brandon on one scene that's probably like two minutes long. Mm, yeah, it's so many edits that we have to go through and so many tapes that we have to go through just to find out. And then what we really find out is that he's not saying the lines right each time. So, mm. yeah, so, yeah, so, 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 let's talk about it. I mean, I mean, the good, the good thing, about, I'll tell you the good thing first. The good thing about what you do. See, that's what we different. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm more, yeah. I get the bad and he, yeah. he's always going to start with the good. The, the, you know? the good thing about what you do, because I'm always amazed at people who can act because I can't act. So I always look at it like, wow. But the good thing that you do 
is your energy is always good. I noticed that. Your energy is always good. The 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 bad thing when it comes to editing is that you never say the same lines the same way twice. So say you say the lines perfect and me and Demetrius like that's perfect. It might be perfect, but there's something else in the scene that ain't right. Like yeah. maybe somebody else messed up their lines. So we can't even use that. Yeah. And because you didn't say it the same way twice and we're trying to sync the audio with 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 the video. Um, it just makes it way I'm talking about it takes way more hours to to um, actually edit one scene because there's so much footage and it's not said the same thing you're not saying the same thing twice the same way now, all right well that confuses me and nothing from from you guys but just from my training I was trained give the editor options like that's that's how I was trained you know what I'm saying give give something here and then switch it up you know give the the editor options but that's probably there's there's times when you could ad lib is yeah. what you're speaking of uh, there's times when you can ad lib but before you get to the ad lib part you want to make sure you have the first the lines that you're supposed to actually say yeah. down concrete so if they ever have to go back to the editing process and they have to use that line yeah, it's there okay so ad libbing is good but it's, it's, it's good when you probably have shot that scene maybe several times good mm-hmm. and then maybe like on the last two times you shot you probably added an ad lib or something like but even if you even if you add it's like it's like I give I can give you an example on something I, I, I seen a, um I seen an um, interview of Cameron and they was talking about um, Paid in Full the movie Paid in Full and they asked him how or, you know how they shot it and everything and he he was talking about he said how they wrote it was not authentic enough it didn't sound like someone from Harlem and all that so he said what they would do is they would feed him the lines and they would say say it in your own way Mm. which is cool the only problem is if you keep shooting and you say it in your own way every time but it's different then it makes it hard to find so you want options but you don't want you don't want ten options you want three options you know what I mean so and, and you at least want that safety net of what was on the paper. Yeah. Yeah, because you so because that's something you can always go back to and, we, and there's some things on the paper that have to be said in order for the story to work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but just like I said, there's some things you can't script. Like you can't script energy, and your energy was always good. That's one thing I noticed when I'm going through the scenes that your energy was always there. And the laugh. Mm-hmm. The laugh has, it, it has become a staple. So nice. Yeah. Nice. That's you're that's not cool. super technical. Rod is more technical. Yeah. A little bit. Rod is more like he's gonna say the lines that you give him. He's gonna say the lines that you give him. He's gonna have that those lines ready. Yeah. He's not gonna veer too far. But I think you're but I think you guys have different strengths. Like I said, your energy is a strength. And energy is hard to come up with. It's yeah. hard to get people to reproduce energy over and over. So I mean that's because I'm better than Rod. But we're not gonna talk about the novel lead character yeah. and a web series as well. And we're just and on drama series. And uh, it was just on Survivor's Remorse too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he did really well and he did very well. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was really upset with him, man. I called him after that. Just because he didn't tell me, you know, like legally he wasn't supposed to tell me, he couldn't tell me mm-hmm. legally what happened, but still, like, you know, we're friends. You know, you can tell me. They're supposed to give you all the information. No, if you know how invested I am into this show, let me know what's about to happen, man. I had to just sit there and watch it. 
that Uncle Julius is, is dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could have told me Uncle Julius died. Like, you know, give me a nudge in the shoulder or something. They didn't want to for you. I mean, man, off that. I, I, I needed to know, but I figured, I figured it was all. That's like watching Powell and they about to tell you what's going to happen because they was in it. You, you wouldn't want to know. No, 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 that's yeah. different. Obviously. <laughs> so how did you? So how did you feel? You did though. Uh, I feel like I did crappy. Honestly, you do. Yeah, yeah. you haven't seen nothing. You haven't seen anything though. No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. So. It's just, just. Well, you seen the trailer? You seen yeah, part of the trailer? Seen, yeah. yeah, that just that. I one fucks part. with the trailer though. I, yeah. that, I fucks with the trailer. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I was in the first. <laughs> Ten seconds of the trailer. It was just me. I, I appreciate that. But uh, like the car ride, every every car ride, uh, leaving the set, I'm like, man. That was garbage. My performance. That was garbage. The only time that I was like, okay, that was it, was the scene with you and I at, at the end, the conflict. That, okay. After that, I was like, ah. Because we, we shot that a little different. That particular scene, we shot different. So I, I guess that, that worked more for you, the way we shot it, um, with the stop and go shoot on that particular scene. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I, I I had to think less. I could just react. Yeah. So uh, that 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 scene was actually shot a little different. We haven't we haven't got to that scene on the editing yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what Brian thinks about that. That's okay. the one where y'all outside, right? Yeah. We'll see what he thinks I about wish that. I was shot. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. What you mean? It's shot different out. I mean the the I mean not from the not from the standpoint of like the the actual acting but uh, the lighting like y'all have a lot of light behind you in the shot so that make that's a difficult one to uh, make look good but being the editor it makes you hard to enjoy the the, the I don't enjoy anything yeah yeah it is it it, it is it is it's hard to enjoy I'm, I'm but I'm like that because I'm analytical about everything yeah. but. I kind of um, yeah. It's it's the I come from like music, and then went into video, and it's the same way with music. I can't listen to nothing without saying, "Why did they? Why is the tempo ninety eight beats per minute? Like, well, I mean ninety eight beats per second. Why they do that? Like, I always analyze stuff. It's always been so. It's hard to like enjoy it. Yeah, but. Once you've done, though, it is amazing that you could take something that's just a thought in his head. Like, it was just a thought in Demetrius's head. And he called me, like, I want to do this. I think we could do it. And for going from a thought in his head to actually um, having something tangible, yeah, to me, is amazing. Like, being creative is amazing anyway. But being, being productive and creative, yeah, it's just... That's where I get. That's when I get happy when I actually see the finish. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm excited to to see it. And I had kind of lost enthusiasm about the project just because from shooting to now, you know, it's a so long it's like, process. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. When I saw the trailer yesterday. It happens. Okay. It happens. Okay. Think about it like this, though. When, when I first met you, yeah. It was still a process before we even got to set and start shooting. True, true. So, I mean, it was like, you probably thought it wasn't going to happen then. No, no, no. I I, I, I knew it was going to happen. And and, and honestly, it's funny because uh, Rahel had told me months ago, well, like months before, that you were interested in in bringing me on, on board. So it was like a thought that was in my head and I just left it. 
Then I got the call and I was like, okay, all right, yeah, he, he, he might go make it do it. And then we sat down. I'm like, okay, it's gonna happen. Yeah. That sit down conversation was a, a conversation in itself, but. <laughs> How so? We won't go there. How, how so? I'm, it was just a conversation. In Let's talk, man. <laughs> you brought it up, man. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. No, I'm, I'm just messing with you. But initially, when I met you, like I told you, yeah. When, when I met you, you was looking like. You had your head puffed out. Yeah, yeah. Looking rough. <laughs> like you just woke up off the street or something. I'm like, is this the same Brandon that I that I seen on TV? That I seen on on stage and everything. But then we we conversated and everything, and then I told you about the character, and then your eyes just popped open. It's like, wow, this is what I've been waiting for. It was man. So I, I knew then. I was like, okay, he's gonna take me serious. He wasn't at the reading though. I, I came. I came to uh, to the last one. You came to again. Yeah, yeah table read. Yeah, typical yeah. Brandon Diva fashion. Missed the first table read. Brandon Diva. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I would say, dude, this was definitely a learning experience because, like, I learned how less of a professional I had been, um, and and it made me want to be more professional. So. I say it to say, if you guys ever want to have me again for another project, you're going to get a, a better version of Brandon, okay? Uh, Even though I was late today for my own show, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, but this is my show. It's a whole different... I got to be a professional here. I got to learn that one. But for you guys, I'll be a better professional next time. Yeah. But we have some other things that we are uh, coming up with in, in the works as well. So it just don't stop with this particular project. And this particular project, is it may not be done. It's, it just depends on the people. Yeah. Yeah, it's all in the people's hands. Uh, what they gonna do? We need y'all to go out and support the series when it drops fall 16. Uh, pass it to your grandma, pass it to your aunties, your uncles, mom and daddies, cousins, sisters, brothers. Uh, let them know. A goodguyfilm.com is where you can go. Uh, become a member, a good a good guy uh, member and a, a good girl member. And uh, subscribe. Other, other than myself, because I know you guys thoroughly enjoy me, but who... <laughs> Who was it that you Look, yo, I don't have to say pause. All right? I'm, I'm secure in who I am. But who, who was it that that you guys like really enjoyed working with, or or uh, after watching them perform, like man, they got it. Besides yourself, yeah. Besides me. Oh. Besides me. Um. Honestly, you put me in a tough seat, dude. And honestly, I would have to say everybody was good in their own way. Mm-hmm. Everybody was uh, professional and unique in their own way and everything. I have to clean it up. Yeah, political guy. <laughs> but no, honestly, uh, I believe Coy, Coy Malone, mm-hmm. uh, her grind is, is like something off the chain and uh, her, her artistic skills her artistic work that she brings and uh, she wasn't just an actor on scene she was also other things behind scenes as well yeah so uh, I would have to give kudos to Koi um, Rod Mona uh, it's a lot it's a list everybody everybody I, I worked with initially I knew what I was going to get going forward because I had meetings with everybody and, yeah. and from the meetings you could pretty much tell the overall personality of this person <laughs> and what you're going to get out of it. except for if they're going to be on time and... so so from our meeting 
You you said to yourself, well, he was late for the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> he was late for the meeting. He was late for the meeting. I was about to walk away. And he's like, no, but you know what? That wasn't, that, that wasn't, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't his fault. That wasn't my fault. Because yeah. I was actually on time, but it took me, like, GPS took me 20 minutes in the opposite direction when where we were meeting wasn't even that far from my place. Man, still has an excuse. For, that's the good thing about you, BG. What's up? You have an excuse for every time you're late. And you don't have something together. They say come prepared, man. So <laughs> a man of a million excuses. That's how I know my man. write a book on that. A man of a million excuses. You should write a book on that. That would be dope. Yeah. I'm thinking about... Nah, I Not many people look for excuses. They probably Google excuses so they can call in for work. You, you, you're right. Yeah, you should, write, you should write a book on that. You're right. Yeah. People looking for that information. I, I didn't do that one. I think from my perspective, because I didn't... I was on set... Um, not as much, not as much as uh, as Demetrius, but I think from my perspective, I just I got the a different perspective because I got to look at people after it was shot. I got to look at it, and I got got to judge people just on their work. And um, just like I told them, I, after I first after after we first got it. After we first got everything, um, the footage, he was gave me the drive. I was looking at it, and I was like, this is the truth. I ain't saying it just because I'm here. I said, I don't think Brandon understands how good he is on camera. Like, I still don't think you think you know. Like, but I just, when I first seen you work, I was just like, okay, this dude, he has it. Yeah, really. Every, everyone has a presence. Everyone has a presence. And like you said, everyone's good at certain things. But when, when the camera starts, you you just have something that that immediately let me know, like, this dude's good at what he's doing. You know what I mean? Appreciate that. Yeah, he did I say that. you need to take it more serious, but yeah. He did say that. Under, under the radar, he did say that. And I, I told Brandon that kind of stuff. He just don't take himself serious. You know? Yeah. You can't. You can't really be serious if you like for gigs man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yo yo did you see how you just praise me and he turns and he around right 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 that's how it's supposed to be I'm like as a team good guy yeah, you know, good guy right. like I can't even have 30 seconds I could have ride that wave for 30 seconds you was on it I had to bring you out waves don't last too long I was about to call my wife like yo I got it nah it's fucked up yeah, but you do have a, you do have an overall um, good presence, and you'll see it in the um, actual film. You're going to see the maturation from where you started from, and yeah. then the maturation of where you at, and that's what we actually wanted in this film to show the maturation of each character, the growth of each character. Yeah. I mean, I I could I could feel it just even on set, you know, from where we started, because we almost shot it in sync with the storyline. Um, and then quite often you you don't see, uh, shoot everything in the order in which it's, it's shown on screen. Right. But we, we came pretty close to, right. to doing that. And I could see it from those beginning scenes when we first started shooting to towards the end is like it was it was clicking. You know what I mean? People were, were starting to understand their characters a little bit better. You know, bringing their own uh, individual things to the characters and, and to the set and it just it was flowing a, a, a lot more I mean so it was a learning experience for me te- just teaching me to think ahead that's good that's good I'm glad I'm glad we was able to have that experience together so that's good yeah, you see it you see it in the you see it you see it on, um, 
on film, you see the you could tell the ones who, that were shot earlier. Yeah. And then the later, it gets better. It gets better, and you guys get more comfortable or more serious. I don't know the difference, but I think I started taking more serious. <laughs> That's what it is. Because I knew I was like, "Ready on that bullshit." <laughs> I knew, I knew. But even even uh, D mentioned that he saw he saw the uh, project getting better. To the point where you were saying you wanted to shoot it all over again. Like you wanted to redo everything. Is that true? Not everything. Not, Not everything. everything yeah. We did have some we did have some scenes where I was like, um, we have to reshoot this. Yeah. And um I started to question him on his story, on the story itself. And that's one of those conversations where we went back and forth. And I was like, if this is what it's going to be, then you have to have this in the story. And there are certain transitions you just have to have in the story or the audience will not, they won't get it. And it's hard from his perspective because he came up with the story, Mm -hmm. right? So he knows what the story is. Yeah. But he has to suspend all that bias and look at it strictly from a person who doesn't know nothing is going on because that's the audience they have no idea what's going on and there were certain pieces where I was like if if we're going to have this in here like it has to make sense to be in here so there were some things that were shot a certain way or maybe like the footage didn't come out like there was a couple couple pieces where the footage didn't come out and and Demetrius was like do you want to just um, not use it at all? And I was like, we have to because it's part. It's a part of the story that if they don't, it, it connects something else. Yeah. So we have to use it. So he was like, man, he didn't want to reshoot nothing. Yeah. He was like, man, what's that? We shot. Reshoot? <laughs> it was the same with you. We shot uh, the basketball <laughs> scene. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> man, we shot that fucking scene. He broke out there August of 2013 yeah. <laughs> to, to, to last last night. I think we wrapped up last night, man. Basketball. I can't remember what was it wrong took with that forever scene. to I shoot that scene. Yeah. No, no, the work. first the first time it rained. It rained down the very weather, first time. Yeah, it was a weather problem. Um, the second time it was what y'all had on. The second time it was what you had was, on. They was doing construction. construction. Yeah. And so we couldn't get them to move. They stopped for a minute, but it still it didn't work. Uh and then the third time, yeah, I, I didn't have on sleeves. When, yeah, he, he wasn't yeah, dressed what, somebody, This is the funny part about that scene, I think, is when somebody had a jacket on and then somebody, it was like summer. He had on a jacket at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It looked like one of y'all was, got y'all seasons mixed up. <laughs> so we had to go back and shoot that. Yeah, so it was a couple It was a couple scenes where maybe the lighting, because, um, because we were in uh, like a difficult... Um, you know, just finding places to shoot. We had some difficult scenes that we had to shoot, and we were in a place where we couldn't get that much light. So, yeah, we had to do. We had to reshoot some of those. But I think overall we did well for somebody who don't got you know don't have a, a budget. ton of money. Yeah, yeah, and just go in there and do it. Yeah, I think we did well. So, so with the budget, you guys think this shit would have been just. Oh, with yeah. the budget, we've been a whole nother level. Yeah. yeah. That's what anything, um, yeah. if you have money behind anything, you should. It doesn't necessarily mean that it always pan out because we've seen some movies and some TV shows that had a budget that just didn't work. So, well, I'm going to tell you what I, what I really respect. <clears throat> even even when we uh, did the photo shoot um, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. like, 
I can tell you've spent a lot of your own money. Yeah, for for this, like, I, and I, when I say I respect that, I really, really respect that. Well, I believe in the project. I believe in the project, and not only the project itself, but those that are that has been a part of the project. Yeah. Uh, everybody has given something to this project in some shape, form, or fashion. Um, so I respect everybody that was a part of it, and everybody that will continue to be a part of this project. So I, it it would hurt me to not put my all into this project after I know that there's been so many people. Like, we dealt with a lot of people for a low-budget project. Yeah. And we, uh, it was over 60, 70 people that we dealt with in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm. And really, that's like almost like a normal shoot that to have that many people a part of a project uh, on any given day basis. So it will only, I will be letting them down to not put my all into this project and not go over and beyond. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to. Some people gave up early. Yeah, you're going to have that. You're going to have some people give up early. Some people are, I mean, but they still was a part in some shape or fashion. So, yeah. I mean, I've told you, I'm excited about seeing your vision come to life. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, like, even with this podcast, this is the most self-centered podcast in America. Uh, and I'm very selfish and self-centered myself. But <laughs> I want to see your vision happen, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see all the hard work that you guys put into this, like, really get what is what is worth. You know what I mean? Of course I'm going to get my shot. You know? I'm, yeah, you know? I'm, you are. I'm going to get my shot. <laughs> but... Like, I want... That's why I even wanted you here. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the, the editor, uh, alongside with the director, just has spent so much time with the footage that there's a certain intimacy that, that you have with it. You know what I mean? Like you mentioned earlier, you have your own perspective and you guys have to correlate with each other uh, to make sure the vision is is cohesive. But I... I, I want y'all to get your shine, man. I I, I really do, and sure. and not only just with this, but I believe in I believe in your ground. I believe in your hustle, and you know I, I hope that we work together some more. You know, yeah, definitely, and then definitely. You know, and everything that, that that follows after this, it's just bigger and bigger and bigger, man. Because I've seen what you did with little to no money, so. When, when those dollars come, I, I know it's going to be phenomenal pieces of work that you guys put out. Yeah, just don't send me a letter talking about you need some extra earnest for Hey, man. You never know. Don't pull the lawyers out on me anything. You never know. I might have to go back. Matter of fact, we got a lawyer right here. Yeah. I'm going to have her look over my paper. But I knew her first. I'm going to leave it alone, man. Yo, this guy's got anything else you want to leave people with? I mean, this, I can talk about me all day. I'm sorry. I just say, um, just, uh, what is it? ATL Zoo TV, right? ATL TV. TV. You can use uh, that or goodguyfilm.com. Instagram, ATL Zoo uh, TV, Facebook, ATL Zoo. Join us, follow us. Uh, we got some things coming up. ATL Zoo is not the only project that we work with. Focus Firm uh, Creative Services is another good company uh, for you guys that's looking for videos and uh, commercials and things of that nature. Well, as well. The graphics on that is dope too. That Focus Firm, uh, I like that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's that's it. Oh, like oh that. yeah, what? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Was it. 
I saw the, I saw the I wink at me. I said, okay, I fucks with that. Yeah, yeah. So Focus Prime is a um, is a marketing company for the most part, and that's a um, that's a company that I own, and I have a, a partner in Austin named James. We both own it, so we um, we got together with Demetrius for this. Uh, to do ATL Zoo, we just combined our whatever we had. So everything we had, all the resources we had, we combined them. So we just out here hustling, man. We just out here grinding and and trying to make art and trying to make it the right way. The right way. Yeah, the yeah. right way. So so yeah, it's still early. It's it's like this is our first real project together, and um, I think we're gonna have many more projects and hopefully. Um, you know, we have a long line of projects that people just want to participate in. Because Atlanta is, a, Atlanta is a place that has so many talented people. It's like, if you can give, and that's one thing that I, I admire about Demetrius is he's always been able to get people to commit to stuff. Like, oh, don't. I, I, don't, I don't know how you do it, but I, that ain't me. Like, I, I'm not good at that. So, and, and so once he said, once he came to me with the project, and I was like, if you can get the cast, then we we can do it, and then uh, once he once he you know I didn't know if he was gonna be able to get the cast or not, but I know he he I didn't know if I was gonna get the cast. Yeah, <laughs> but the fact that he went out he was out he went out there and he was able to do it that um, you know that that jump started really everything for the most part. So and he picked it perfectly. And let me say, uh, yeah, he picked it perfectly. Uh, thank you for my hand <laughs> check and my side check. I, I agree with both of those choices. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I agree with you both of those lot. choices. Yeah, you had his hands full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I? You <laughs> 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 can't have him with no more projects, man. He's enjoying too much. Any woman with a, uh, a man or a boyfriend or something, she ain't going to want to be a part of the project. Brandon's scaring them off. Hey, me, man. So. Ladies love me. Yeah. Ladies love me. My wife knows she got it, too. It's her fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never should have did it. I had me scratching my head a couple times. Like, is this still active? Is that the real idea? It turned off a long time ago. Yeah, still want to go. One more time. I didn't mind it. should take some more steps. So you don't want to shoot this one more time? <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yo, yo. I appreciate you guys coming out, dude. This is a, a an amazing first episode. It's only right that, that we were able to do this together. And, um, yo, whenever you got other projects... Even if I'm not involved, hey, always come back, man. You're welcome here. No doubt. Coffee and Condoms is, is, is your home, man. D. Quinny, appreciate it. Right, Brian, man. thank you for coming out. Hey, man, ATL Zoo coming out real soon. We'll be on the lookout for it. This is Coffee and Condoms, man. Love more, laugh harder, and lust if you must. I'm your host, Brendan B. George. We out. <laughs>